Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. on Joy 94.9. Just gone six o'clock on your Monday morning, the 1st of March. Goodbye, summer, Annie Louie. Goodbye, summer. Hello, Annie and Ando. (laughs) We've been here all along. We We have, have we have. Hey, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about memberships. What kind of groups are you a member of, especially community groups? Because we are going to explore all the things that we've decided to continue on and be members of despite COVID because memberships have dropped off in a lot of places. Yeah, you were saying that to me the other day. And I would have thought in times of, um, I don't know, isolation, wanting to be connected to something would be important. Yeah, a friend was telling me, and I don't know if it's just during the last year or over the recent trend over maybe a decade, but community involvement has decreased, even though social media interaction has increased. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. So we're asking the question, what do you belong to? Text us on 0427 569 949 or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Annie and Ando. We're talking this morning about memberships and what you belong to. Like, it could be anything, Annie Louie. Could be. You could start your own group, but I'm interested in those bigger organisations where you have to pay money. Ah. So my whole family, we were talking about this the other day, about roadside assist. That yep. we used to get little plastic tags you put yeah, on your keys. Yeah, that's right. And it'd the say, number on it. And then they worked out the whole status thing. You could be a bronze, a silver, a gold, a platinum, or a diamond crusted. Yeah. You, I think bro- over the years they've just gone a little wild with those names. But back then, yeah, it was just bronze, silver, gold, or gold plus. Yes. I think it still is. Yeah. And then you get access to discounts around All Victoria around the world. Yeah. And hotels and whatnot. And, yeah, uh, my... Mum doesn't even drive, has the insurance, we're covered under it, under it, but it's rolled over from my dad's, which is, he used to be a gold plus, which means you've been oh, with really? them for 50 years. You get all the package deals too, the more you bundle your insurances with them and then all of a sudden you get a 10% yeah, discount. Yeah, because they do absolutely, you know, you can insure like anything. Mm-hmm. Any, I, this is just mind blowing, like how Taylor Swift insures her legs and Mariah Carey too, like all her body parts. Sorry? Mariah does? Yeah, all the celebs do because if they get injured, they're lo- losing income, like bucket loads. Wonder what the policy, can you imagine being the underwriter on that in, in that insurance company and you go, okay, what's this one? I've got a, um, you know, SLR digital blah, blah camera from National Geographic. Yeah, that's 47,000. Yeah. Well, what's this? Mariah Carey's boobs. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, oh is there a specific insurance just for celebrity body parts? <laughs> body parts are us. Yeah. Imagine making a claim. Hi, this is Annie. Yeah, my boob popped. <laughs> I this is Janet Jackson here. Um. I've had a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about, like, when I think memberships, I the first sort of elite ones I think about are those secret clubs, like in the Australian Club, the Kelvin Club. That? The, see, they're, they're too secret. They're what the heck are these? The Athenaeum Club. Now, some of these are mis- so oh, misogynistic. I know the Athenaeum Club. Are you talking gentlemen's clubs? Well, some are, some are gentlemen's and some have evolved and actually welcome mm. other genders to their clubs as well. So 
but they're like they're, some of them are hidden doors and they're all around the world. And people pay mega bucks. What do they do in there? Is it like in The Crown, how they, you know, uh, what's his name? Prince Philip goes off to his club and they're all men smoking and women serving them. Yeah, well, I don't know that it's just women serving them, but it is sort of steamed in oldie-worldie values and... Yeah, or coffee houses and how only men could go there and discuss the news. It's a bit of BS, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or what about the MCG? I've heard about this. So everyone quite um, enjoys having an MCC membership. Is it hard to get? Apparently. So here's the deal. The waiting list for MCC, and I'm not Googling, but it used to be around 20 years. That's just ridiculous. So So they're all, what, older gents and (laughs) ladies and non-binary babes up there? (laughs) Well, it's the sort of thing if your parents have thought about it. So I did this for one of my nephews, and I don't know why I didn't do it for the second one, but when the day he was born, I jumped online and registered him for the wait list for MCC. How do you even know he wants to have it? Better to be. He can always not have it. Like you could. But it's free when you get there. Or you like you get there, no, then you start you, you, then forking you, out money. Then you start forking out money. So you mm. don't really. I might have forked out an application fee. I can't remember. But you don't start forking out oh, money okay. straight. Yeah. It's not like every year I've got to pay one hundred and seventy-two dollars fifty. Oh, that's pretty good then. Okay. Yeah. So then he'll get to an age. Hopefully, he gets a letter um, when he's eighteen, <laughs> You're nineteen. Accepted to Hogwarts. <laughs> I'd rather be part of that club. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand this whole, like, football ground, cricket ground nonsense. One hour, two Geminis, you never know what you're going to get. Up early with Annie and Ando on Joy. 11 minutes past six, 16 degrees and a forecast top of 21 for Melbourne today. Annie Louis, the first day of autumn. Oh, sounds weird, doesn't it? Autumnal. Autumn. Oh, I love the word autumnal. Tumnal. 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 There was a smell in the air today. There was. Something different. What is that? I don't know. We'll probably, when we read the papers, find out that there was a tyre factory or yeah, a recycling and I'm going, factory. Mm, that smells delightful. <laughs> I love living in the city. <laughs> We're talk- Actually, I noticed it out yes. in the Northern Burbs as well when I woke up. There yeah. Was a <laughs> and about 1.30, 2 o'clock this morning, as I'm laying there wide awake, so excited about work, I could hear a chopper in the Sky, so yeah. I wonder, yeah, if you know oh, what's going on, let time. us know. I live near the hospital, and apparently, it annoys the hell out of my housemate who lives on the second two and a half floors up, mm-hmm. and they're always landing. And she's like, Can you hear them? I'm like, Nah, never. Woof, woof, I'm like, That's woof, your problem. Oh, you still owe me rent. <laughs> Get over the, load those little earbud things. Actually, I've got some at the farm, I'll bring them in a free little, little packet. Little you know, the earbud. little ones you squash and you pop in your oh, ears. Oh, yeah, they're just those. I've discovered a better version I found at the pharmacy that's yeah. like goes fully into the ear and it's like a little piece of um, like rubber. Yeah, this, these are those. Not okay, not the ones on the plane because they're terrible. Those no, are horrible. Oh, the little oh, they're like I'll even put... smaller. They've got sizes. Turns out I've got a tiny ear canal, I've got small. <laughs> And they're even branded for ladies. And I'm like, well, this is just ridiculous. But then it fit perfectly. So I'm like, hmm, how do I decide if I like the sexist marketing or not? How does that work when the Apple Pods, which I just got some, actually stole Mr. Ando's, um, how does it work when they're not gendered? Yeah, but they fall out all the time in my ears. Too small. My ears are too small and it doesn't really fit properly. uh, But, you know, other brands will have different canal hole things. How, How do we get onto this? We're talking <laughs> memberships today. Anna doesn't want to be a member of this conversation anymore. He's no, checked out. Earwax, yuck. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you about some of the more traditional, wholesome ones like Cubs, Scouts, brown eye, Brownies. Did you. Were what you are Brownies? A, oh, because they sell brownies, like Girl Scouts? Yes. I, oh. And I think Scouts has kind of got a UK heritage and was more popular in Australia. But I think Scouts was very gen. I think it was for the boys and then the girls got Cubs. Or oh, something. but now it's um, a bit of everything. Scouts, I hope so. you can be. Yeah, you can are be. Are they anything. still around? Yes. Scouts, definitely. 
You, people still go and get their badges. I know somebody who's non-binary doing scouts as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. They're pretty progressive. Were you in any of those as um, a kid? I did up? the Australian Army Cadets, and that was as close as we got. Nothing else that was that you had to pay fees for. Yeah. That's good. Who picked the... Like, was it your parents going, she needs discipline and structure? Uh, no, I did. They hated it. They're like, oh, we came from a communist country where, like, it was all about the military and you've come here, you've decided to do that. What did the hell? The yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was all about, like, first aid, learnt some knot tying, yeah. learnt the... Phonetic alphabet's still very useful because oh. I'm always on the phone to people. They can never understand Victor how to spell Charlie, my name. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> a for Apple. A for Annie. Yeah, that's a simple version yeah, of yeah. it. I, was, um, I remember Wheel of Fortune. They used to do that. Can I have a P for Peter, please? Oh, they'd always say N, N for Nelly and that's N not Nelly. part of no, it. No, it's November. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> what about you when you were a kid? No, and I, I actually need to find out from my sister why she got to go into Cubs and something happened with little Ando. I didn't go into any of those things. Did she things. do a bad job or hated it? And no, she they would... decided not to. I put remember you some it. scary lady coming over one night to watch my sister make mashed potatoes so she could get the cooking badge on her ugly, oh, ugly green, green dress. That lady I, must have loved life. She must have. <laughs> she had to go to every bloody <laughs> cub's house and watch them cook something. So they got the little badge. Oh, it had that to be you, something not just mashed potatoes. I don't know. Not the no. mashed potato badge. No, it was just a and it had like a spoon on it. Oh, I that's if, cute. Wonder if my sister still got that cub's dress with all those shitty badges on it. Oh. Um, but I don't know why I didn't like. I'm, was I naughty or did I not? I probably didn't want to go. Yeah. I had a bad experience at Little Ats. Oh, they're not the same at all, though. Just because you can't run doesn't mean you can't cook a mashed potato. I never said I couldn't <laughs> run. Interesting, that's where you went. Oh, did you run towards mashed potato? No, I actually ran into a tap sticking out of a fence and I got a concussion and had to Yikes. slice my head open and never wanted to come back. But Fair no, enough. They probably just thought, let's keep him inside. I was like a fat kid in PE, you know, like whenever they brought out that big jumping mat and it's like, oh, it's time for somersault, I would, yeah. I would get sick in the tummy. Oh dear. You know, I talked to a friend yesterday, I'm helping this couple do their wedding and I I ask them if they're outdoorsy people. And I feel like everybody, when they're asked that question, says, yeah, I am. But I respected my friend Hmm. for saying she wasn't. She's an indoors person. I'm like, I rarely hear that. An indoors? Is she on the solid size? Side? No. Is she chunky? No. (laughs) She looks like she would enjoy hiking or something. She's like, no, I firmly enjoy the indoors. And that's because I think Australia, we're all about that outdoors life. We were conditioned as little kids to enjoy cubs and scouts and be out there, but... Was, is your friend British? Everybody. No, she's actually half Russian, half Chinese. Because oh, I know the British um, spend a lot more time in their house because they have to. Because it's, it's, it's bloody cold. It's bloody cold. Yeah. In Manchester, it's freezing, honey Louis. <laughs> I'm an Free- indoors type. <laughs> <laughs> we are asking you the question this morning. What do you belong to? What are you a member of? You can text us on 0427 569 949 or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Annie and Ando. Hello, this is your morning wake-up call with compliments from Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Talking about memberships this morning, Mm. I'm a member of Rotary Youth or was part of their camps and organising team. So we would uh, arrange a leadership camp every year for... For kids. Kids, kind of kids. They're actually 18 to 28, so it's a personal development thing and I stopped doing it. Uh, This year, because they changed to an online program, I've been a bit too busy. And I went back and was a guest speaker last week and chatted to them. And it was nice to see... chapters? 
No, there aren't chapters. Like I the Frankston like... chapter? and Oh, the... yeah, like that. They're districts. Districts, so, that's yes, the word. Yes, yes. Chapter yeah. sounds very old school, doesn't it's it? It's a, a membership. Oh, that's the Illinois chapter and the Melbourne chapter. Yes. Yeah. You don't actually have to pay any money. Usually a Rotary Club sponsors you to be part of it, to do the programs. Um, so there's always some funding available because Rotarians um, are people who are kind of retired. They like to help the community. They get together and they have weekly club meetings. I'm not like that. I don't go to the weekly club stuff. But every now and then there's a nice event that comes along and you can volunteer for. So the story of it is actually really interesting. I'm not sure if you know about what Rotary Youth is or when it got started. No. No. Well, in 1959, the state government of Queensland invited local Rotarians to help plan a festival to celebrate um, their centennial. Queen Elizabeth sent her cousin, Princess Alexandra, to come. And she was in her early 20s. And they were like, we need to relate to her a bit more. Let's send some young people to help her hang out and do some activities yeah, for the princess's age group. And then Mm -hmm. after that, they were like, that was actually pretty good. A lot of people between 17 and 23 came. And they said, let's just keep doing it. And that's how it kicked off. Because when I think rotary, I think a cog, like a a gear, because their symbol's kind of like this gear, around gear. Mm, Um, Yeah. And I think really crusty old people that maybe even smell a little bit like mothballs. Now, <laughs> you, I'm generalising. Yeah, definitely the stereotype. And yeah. most of them probably are, but, you know, it's really sweet to see them wanting to help the young people. Mm. Yeah. And you walk around and you see how many things are actually funded by Rotary. I get I get mind-blowing. Like, I was in Noosa and I'm like, that's an interesting, funny-looking giant pelican. Giant oh, pelican. You look at the plaque. Rotary built that. I'm like, of course they do. Where are they getting their cash from, Annie Louie? <laughs> retirees. They want to splash their cash and yeah, and help the other generations and build park benches and stuff. And yeah, parks. I I see them. They're very proficient in parks. Yeah. And at the (laughs) sausage sizzle. Oh, did they do that before the big hardware store? No, they're often there. Oh, yes. Raising. Raising money. And <laughs> yeah. you can get up to two grand at one of those sausage sizzles on a good set day. Wow. For your club. Yeah, I mean, when your sausages cost nothing at all, that's pretty good. Get them. Well, there's got to be a butcher that's a rotarian. Oh, the term yeah, rotarian. Yeah, rotarian. It's a bit crusty. It's isn't like it? somebody that spins around, <laughs> rotates, rotarian. What but is- then there's also lions clubs. As well, they used to sponsor oh, some of our debating mints. competitions. My mum always had a packet in her handbag. Those horrible lines. Oh, mints. really? I've they never were like, heard of this. Life, is that a marketing tool? They were like, like, like lifesaver knockoffs. Yeah. You know, it, um, in school where you have to sell chocolates to yeah, fundraise. Yeah. These were on permanent like shop counters next yes. to the cash register oh, for the public okay. to put in your twenty cents, and you got a packet of the. That, they were oh, onto no. it. That's smart. No, they were horrible. You had to oh. have four at the same time to even get a bit of mint flour oh, okay. coming from them. They just, I think they've, they've gone now. Yeah, I can see why. So you needed a stronger mint. It wasn't enough for it your liking. Enough. You needed a fisherman's friend. Ooh, one extreme <laughs> to the other. It does get me thinking, though, about business memberships and professional groups that you kind of, you know, is it pure altruism in terms of I want to do good and, and put back to the community or is there a secondary gain or, or an equal gain where it's about, no, this is about growing my business network yeah, yeah. or um, making... Oh, I read a book and in it, it was all about altruism and we are, we're more likely to do good things if people know about them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Mm. Yeah, no, see, I, vo- I volunteer for an organisation five days a week, Annie. And, and do nobody, you? Nobody knows... Oh, you I mean do some too. Who's who's better here? <laughs> who's the better human? No, it's, I've got, I've got a funny philosophy, a personal philosophy about volunteering, and it's I'm I can be very vain, I can be self centered, yep, 
I can and and very um, capitalist at times, yes. as you know. You're not yes. disagreeing on any of these things. <laughs> and so part of my karma, internal karma, is to do the do. All, I've always done volunteering my whole life oh, in different cool. businesses, yeah. and that's kind I didn't of know that. kind of balances in my mind balances <laughs> your me moral out. compass. My moral compass. Yeah, instead mm. of it swinging completely off, it gets a little bit okay. whacked back to. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's my theory. I don't know if it's yeah. Right. So you know, when you're going to heaven and you get judged. And they yeah. bring out the list and they're like, That's oh, right. quite a few years at Joy. Straight in, express lane. Oh, is there an express lane? And <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely for Joy members. 0427569949. Text us in and we can uh, arrange a membership for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Sign up now. We'll shout you out on air and maybe yeah. even come have coffee with you. <laughs> We're talking this morning about memberships and what you belong to, Annie Louie. Yes. Now, professional memberships are one thing, but what about hobbies and sports? Do they count? Hobbies and sport. Yes, I think you would have to pay a mem- membership fee for that. If you're like member of a cricket club or yeah. a footy club. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Player, as I mean, like a weekend game, not the AFL, yeah. which of yeah, course. Yeah, you're definitely could. still part of that club. Have you got an AFL membership, Annie Louie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, would you get the bumper sticker? Do you know anyone who's done that in your family? No. No. Actually, my brother in law. He might have a little sticker on his number plate or, or have, I can't remember, but it's he's very into his St Kilda. Ah, uh, yeah, because I do think it's interesting what are. people will be out and proud about. For instance, I was driving behind someone like 2021 Tigers member and they treat, yeah. treat it like a religion and they'll yeah. plaster their car with it. I'm like, but they're not afraid that somebody's going to go smash their windows in because they go for an opposing team, team, right? Whereas we sell Joy bumper stickers here. Look, controversial opinion. I don't see that many... Joy stickers out on the road. Have you got one on yours? I don't like stickers on cars. I don't put stickers on cars. No, so. yeah, we're, yeah, we're like that. But another radio station with three letters, they're everywhere. Yes, actually. And normally when you when you look, they're normally on a back of an old van that somebody's <laughs> been sleeping in for too long and they smell like they need a wash. Yeah. Is but that the it, sort there, of demographic? There's like some kind of bumper sticker culture around that station, station that we don't have. And I would like to have that. But then again, people probably think they don't feel safe with a sticker which is unfortunate. Years ago, there used to be rainbow stickers on cars all the time. And I used to speed up because you go, oh, it's Ooh, one, yeah. of, one, of, one yeah, of me. One of oh. us. And you give them a little honk, honk, yeah, or you'd oh, go, cute. hey, hottie patotty. Yeah, yeah always- I did see a Joy one recently, and it was a van. And, I mean, uh, I think there were lesbians, two women in a was car. Was it a Subaru? No, it wasn't. It was a nice – was- I love the van. Yeah, one that you could actually sleep in. It had little curtains and stuff. I was like, that's oh, cute. Nice. That's cute. Yeah, that's doing the brand good. The Joy brand. There you go. Um, you, now, you, you're a cyclist, Annie Louie. Are you yes. part of any bike clubs? No bike clubs. I know people are very passionate about triathlons, and some people are part of those clubs, but I just like the cycling bit, and I just do it leisurely mostly. So I need insurance, which I didn't realise until recently. You can get full third-party comprehensive. So if you damage somebody's car, yep. you're covered. If you injure yourself, you're covered. I'm like, this is genius for like... For cyclists. For cyclists, yeah. yeah. For like a hundred and something bucks, like you're fully insured. I'm like, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So then this week it renewed or was meant to renew. You got to go jump on and pay for it. But I haven't had any time and they kept sending me reminders and I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. I got a discount. 
it what sent, do you send me an email saying, okay, 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 like, all right, let's talk. Like, we'll give you 20% off if you renew again. And I thought I was still no going to renew anyway. So I felt, feel like I hacked the system and uh, now I'm fully insured for another year. But I wonder next year if they'll do the same thing because now it's on my records that I got sucked into the discount. So maybe they won't give me a discount next year. Oh, you're overthinking it, <laughs> yeah, I think, I Louis. That's, that's good. They got desperate and it's an algorithm mm. in their system if yep, you don't. Absolutely. Yeah, because everyone has different dates that they started and it yeah. told me like yours is expiring your Sunday. Yes. So maybe everybody should just wait till the last day and see what happens. Of all the bills that I, ha- I pay, my car insurance in particular is one that I will go back and double check my bank account online to make sure the transfers happened. I'll go check the statement. I like it up uh, quite paranoid. Oh, in case you're driving around uninsured. I would the thought of that. I wouldn't go out on the road. I, I, I would makes me sick to think that I could be uninsured How on the road. Interesting. Some people are fully uninsured because they go, oh well, like it's an old bomb. Plus, I trust my driving skills. It's, but it's what you could do to other people. I know. If you if the brakes fail on your old bomb and you slam into a Maserati with four kids in it. Well, yep. They probably wouldn't fit four kids in their Maserati, <laughs> but you, you know, and and these kids are injured. God forbid something worse happens. It's not just the car oh, damage. Yeah, you could be you you could be in jail for manslaughter and have a debt. Yeah, you'd be nuts not to. And I also grew up in the era where the the insurance commercials like would be horrific tragedies like that. That would be the car rolling down the hill that goes through the house. Oh, ha- no. Goes, smashes through the house, not just smashes through the house, knocks the fish tank over into the neighbour's electricity, which blows the house up next. Like, that would massive. There was one company in particular that would, you know, lucky you're with yeah. Karen. Well, it wasn't Karen, but I'm... You know, I sometimes get quite um, annoyed that I'll never be the uh, the Karen chick. Why? From that hat. I don't think the world's ready for it. For any? Yeah, for an, for an Asian Amy. <laughs> We are asking the question this morning, what do you belong to? Slide into our DMs on Instagram, Annie and Ando. Ando, earlier you were telling me about this exclusive MCCC membership. Is that what they call it? Oh, the exclusive clubs, the like club. the, the Australia Club, the Melbourne Club, the Athenaeum Club, the Kelvin Club, oh. the Savage Club. No, the one you have to be on the list for like 20 oh, years. Oh, MCC, for. yeah, Melbourne yeah, Cricket MCC, Club. MCC, yes. Yeah. And that did get me thinking about some of the most exclusive clubs from around the world. I'm looking at some pictures of some of these private places that I'll probably never walk into. Oh. Have you ever been to anywhere like that? Yes, I think I've told you this story where one night I'd been out for dinner. I was working in London and I was with three three colleagues. We're walking down a street, walking back to our hotel, and this car is trying to parallel park. And the, we, it was an area, it was near Oxford Street. There was beautiful townhouse off Oxford Street, beautiful townhouses. This woman's trying to park. I jump out. I sort of do the hand oh, signals, yeah. like back, 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 a little yeah. bit, little bit. Yeah. Yep, yep, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. Yep, you're good. There you go. She was so grateful. She goes, okay, what's this? What's it? Where are you going? What's in this building? She said, oh, it's a nightclub. I said, oh, come on, boys. Let's, <laughs> let's have a bevy. Yep. She goes, oh, it's members only. She said, hang on a sec. We go up the stairs. She says to the subject, to the guy on the door. Yep. We didn't know who she was, but she goes, come on, you're in. They stop <gasps> one of my mates, colleagues, and say to him, oh, look, do you want, try this on. They gave him a jacket because what? he didn't have a jacket on. And one of the other guys had trainers on, yeah. and they said, "Look, we don't have, we don't, we don't sw- have spare shoes <laughs> it's not for that you to van, where, you knew Where's your Melbourne. hotel?" Yeah, they grabbed him. It was kind of weird because we sort of had a gut full of lemonade. Yeah, and they whisked him away in a car. What? 
back to the hotel so he could go up and change. And so when we got in there, we were treated like royalty, but everyone was treated like royalty. And I, at one stage, and you know when you're pinching yourself going, this isn't really real. And I thought, I might have a dart, just a little sneaky dart. So I go to ask someone if there's a, a machine that sells them and I see the bodyguard or the bouncer and fancy bouncers. Yes talk into his wrist oh, into, and, and I'm like, I'm going to get thrown out. I'm going to get thrown oh, out. Yeah. No, somebody you had imposter syndrome. So I did. Somebody appeared with a dart for me in a box <laughs> and, a, and a mattress. It was like, <laughs> it just, in the morning, we all met down in the lobby with the rest and of our colleagues. And you were like, did that really happen? Exactly. exactly. Did you see what I saw? Did you go back for your shoes? Yeah, yes. the dart thing and happened. And they're like, where was it and what was the name of it? And it's only because I had a, bo- a book of matches Oh, that I ha- I was googling it, and it, this place was something like twenty five thousand dollars annual membership fee, yes. and only members and their guests were allowed oh, in. Fair enough, you'd be able to bring people if you pay that much. Have and you no, sorry, that you was want. pounds too. So, what? <laughs> that was pounds. Who yeah, was 20- that woman? What if it was like Kate no, Moss I- and you didn't recognise her or something? No idea. And the weird thing was, like, it's not like she was goes, "Oh, I've got three hot Aussies or four hot Aussies to bring yeah. in." Once we were in, she, we, we she didn't just really disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Into the night. Amazing. It was bizarre. But some of these really fancy clubs, particularly golf clubs, can cost an absolute bomb. So I thought I'd have a look around the mm. world. There's one in particular that they have these initiation fees. It doesn't a, sound right. It sounds a bit cultish. It does. It sounds like something's going to be... Sacrificed. Correct. So at the... Um, not Cherokee, because that's actually cheap. The bridge in Bridgehampton, New York, golf course. The initiation fees one million US dollars. Any Louis? Huh? Yeah. It's Non-refundable, a- I assume. Correct. And that's for us just to look at your application. Oh. Yes. Imagine that. There's only 150 members. Some of them like a half a million dollars, and then have a fifteen thousand dollar annual fee. So there's the startup. Or, yeah. Or initi- a little closer to home, there's a golf course called Cathedral Lodge in Australia. Yeah. It was built, you know, by Greg Norman's friends and opened by Dandrews. And okay, yeah. It's not where the Prime Minister lives? No, it's in Victoria. And wow. it is, like, not that I'm a golfer, but it is beautiful in terms of it uses Australia's or the, the state's natural landscapes and caverns and creeks yeah. and stuff. I doubt they're playing that much golf there. For those fees, they're doing a lot of other things. 10 to 12 grand a year. So it's cheap in comparison oh. to the US. Oh, I'll take five. <laughs> There's That's only affordable. 150 golfers that are members there. Do you think any? you have to wait till somebody carks it before you can jump in? Yeah, or, or is it part of your ownership so it's your estate and you gift it or pass oh, it down? Kind of like the Brighton Beach houses. Oh, They're so expensive. They're the cost of a proper house and you can't even live in it. Do you know what I found out about those recently? What? There's no plumbing or um, electricity. No way. Oh, I knew about that electricity thing. They always look dark in there. But there's no, yeah, there's no plumbing because you've got to go do your business in the ocean if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> like the rest of us. Because <laughs> I'm thinking I could do a nice little bar in there mm. and an ensuite. Ah, oh, to have a bath inside your little A bar hut. to have a drink and a bathroom yes. to have. But you yeah. hate the beach. So, yeah. of course, you'd be I trying to build a little house there. I'd want a concrete around it, it to yeah. get rid of all the. There's me blower vacuum. Yeah, you All the sand off the beach. Yeah, blasting all the sand. <laughs> yeah, I would. Up early. Annie and Ando are up with you too. 6 till 7 a.m. every weekday on Joy. We're asking the question this morning what do you belong to? And, Annie, I hadn't thought of it before, but what about car clubs? Like with the H on the number plate and they're well, brown? Here's the back. Yeah, Burgundy in Victoria. Yeah, I see it as brown. Am I colour blind? Uh-oh, should I be driving? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, wow. Um, anyway, brown or burgundy, whatever you want. Um, 
they the, the way you get those plates is you've got to be a member of a car club yeah. and it's got to be uh, like an RAC sorry a Vic Roads approved car club yeah because some of them I see they're not that old and they still got the number plate for a club yes so it's not just on it used to be on age but it's yeah. not the criteria is oh, not just on age these yeah. days it's also uniqueness so yep. you might have a Peter Brock oh, well Peter Brock cars are pretty old these days but you might have the last Holden. Commodore that came off the production oh, that line. Explains so it. it's unique that it's a collectible. Yes. And um, you're only allowed to drive it a certain amount of times a year, which I don't know how you would keep track. This is where technology or lack of government initiative and technology fries my little brain. So when, when you sign up, you get your plates, you go to Vic Roads in Carlton, yeah. they hand, you get all the bits of paper you need, you hand it over, they go out the back and get plates for you, oh, wrapped in plastic, yeah. go, there you go, mate. Oh, that's it. And you get this little booklet like yeah. an old learner's log that is how many trips you're allowed to have and you've got to write your name and the purpose uh-huh. of the trip and the date And no one on ever it. looks at it. Well, I've never been pulled over in it. The car's so unique. Like you kind of, you know, when cops go, nah, looks too, like who would who would take one of them to rob a bank? Yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> so, the, but the, and, and you've got to fill out the, and you've got to fill out the book before you start yeah. your trip. Yes. Gotcha. Do you ever take your car down to, like I saw at the Vic Market the other week, there was a car thing happening there and people go nuts for the photos and videos of it, which I think oh. is kind of lame. But do you ever drive it down so that people can ogle at it? No, I'm because that, that's ego. But once a month you get this newsletter online from the car club that I'm in and it's like Barry's organised, today we're driving to Dalesford and we'll be having coffee at such and such. Oh, and everyone drives in like a line and then yeah. all the people come. I've never been to one of them. <laughs> I do it just for the car club yeah. membership so I can get I cheap also, I also see it as something for the community. If they're parked and people get to have a look and kids have fun and all that, then it's a nice thing to yeah. do. But if you're going down to get your coffee, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, <laughs> what a sea head. <laughs> hey, coming up tomorrow, we're talking about chocolate. Chocolate. Yum. I think we should bring some in to eat. Oh, of course. Easy. Make sure you stick around for the movies. We're back with you tomorrow. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.